0: Are
1: you saying in this country that if you have a concern that your children are in danger or some people who their children are, be, are being abused, then the state, these experts, home in and take your children and take them off you to put them into homes or give them to the abusers? This was horrendous. And then over the time, I helped many, many uh, children and women who were being um, attacked and targeted when they expressed concerns for their children's well and the same names, the same judges, the same experts were coming up to the degree that when they start telling me their story, I could nearly guess who was involved.
2: Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. I have Lisa Temple coming back to give us an update on her situation. We had so many people, you know, praying for her and wondering what was going on. I got to tell you, what we didn't get to see was her daughter's testimony to the officials in Ireland. They sent it to all the top people in Ireland. And she didn't want, I got to see it, but she doesn't want the public to see it because her daughter's only 18. She was 17 at the time when she recorded this, and she just turned 18. And her life is at risk. You know, she she needs to stay very private. A young girl, I don't think I would allow my young daughter, especially if I was involved in this human trafficking circus that she's involved in. This is a human trafficking issue. And she got close to the traffickers. And so they're just making this crap up. And her daughter's testimony is so powerful. And what I learned in her daughter's testimony is the reality of what really happened and the fact that there were there are 20 people 16 with masks and 4 without and they really thought that they were going to get killed and her mother Lisa who are the ones we've been talking to was half naked pulled off her bed by these masked men they were laughing taking pictures on their cell phone and she was kicked and she had bruises all over i mean they thought they were going to die and she in the attempt to protect her daughter cuz she said just Please don't you know, do anything to me, but please don't hurt my daughter. And, you know, the whole time they're laughing and having fun with it. And she kicked somebody in the butt and punched somebody to try to protect her daughter and keep them away from her. And they were laughing at her while she, while she did this. That's the assault charge is her hitting them and kicking them. I mean, can you imagine? They, they claim they were trying to take her house, which is BS because this isn't the process that you do to take a house, you go to court, they have six months. This is abuse at the highest level. And if anybody in Ireland has any kind of heart or soul that has any kind of courage and class left, they would step up and and realize this is so wrong on so many levels. And the abuse that these two people had to deal with is just absolutely over the top. And so if you, any of you have a soul left or have any kind of courage left, step up and do what's right. I mean, I'm tired of these leaders, so-called leaders who are supposed to be running things being, I shouldn't use the word that starts with peace. So I'll just, they're just have no courage. They just, they, they don't belong there. Why are you there if you can't step up and do what's right for the people that need your protection? You should be working with her to get at the root of this evil, not protecting the people who are the worst in society. And this is just awful. And if you can't do it, step down. Putting yourself out there and having courage, yeah, your life might be at risk, but look at all the young kids whose life is at risk. I mean, Get off your butt and do your job. Okay, now enough said with that. I, I do want to play this little video. This is a video of... Her, she was helping one of the victims and she was at their house and this is how they treated her.
0: Please don't. I can't afford to fix it. Please don't. Please, please, please don't. Please don't. Seamus, I've told you, I've told you I've been threatened. Please, me, don't do this. Seamus, please. Please, Shami Shami, please 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 Are you doing this because you're on his unit? Please Please, Shami, don't Please, me don't Please Please, don't Please Please, don't Shami Shami, just please don't Please don't Please don't Please don't, I know you're on his unit. I'll see warning later, I've got lots of warnings.
1: Is it open it or I'm going to drag you out of this fucking car. I Don't be stupid. I know you are. You're all in the same unit. I know. I can't reach them just handle.
2: They broke all our windows. They did all this stuff. Th- these people have no respect for anybody. And they are the thugs. They should not have any kind of power or authority. Okay, I want to get into this in review, but before I get into it, I want to remind you that the fulvic acid, the $5 offer, it's normally $65 plus shipping, you get it for $5 with free shipping, and it's a no-brainer for you to try this because it's fulvic acid with minerals. And fulvic is what is in the topsoil that so many of us are missing. And so even if we get minerals, unless we're getting that fulvic acid, we might not be absorbing them. Also, it has a zeolite, which is detoxing heavy metals, which we really, really need, especially those that have the graphene oxide in their system. So the combination of this for 5 bucks is unheard of. I really hope you try it There's no risk and there's nothing to lose for 5 bucks. You do have to sign up for a subscription. And if you sign up for subscription, you get 25% off the $65. But if you don't like it with your little $5 trial, then you just cancel and you never pay another dime. So I have the link below for this offer. The offer ends on Sunday. So please take advantage of it while you can. It's kind of a last call here. So I wanted to make sure that you knew about it. And tell your friends, I'm buying them for my daughter and my husband and everything. They are actually, because I can't buy more than one, so they're going in and buying all this, buying it for five bucks. So everybody's buying it for five bucks so they can all try it and see if it makes a difference in your body. Okay, reminder, go to my website, sarahwestall.com, sign up for my newsletter. Please do that and share the stories that you think are meaningful. I have a lot of stories and articles that I publish there. So let's get into this really important conversation with Lisa Temple. Hi, Lisa, welcome back to the program. I am so glad that I can do this interview with you because I was very, very concerned about your welfare before that last trial. But can you talk about what happened? It's like a surreal event and people need to understand how serious this is and how corrupt this. And I want to say you got involved exposing a pedophile ring because I was talking to Kevin Amitt and he's like, Oh, this behavior is, she got too close to a pedophile trafficking human trafficking, because the way that they're behaving is the way that the thugs control the justice system and the government, the, that the human trafficking rings control our government and the justice system. And the way that they're acting in your case is exactly the way that they act when it comes to people trying to expose human trafficking and, pedophilia and stuff so I just wanted to throw that out there and you confirm that that's the truth or that that's the case can you talk a little bit about that and then I want to hear what happened in your case when you went okay. to trial
1: okay Well, just on that point um they came after my children um I went into the family courts of Ireland thinking I was going through a divorce and suddenly I had this unnatural behavior coming against me, uh, literally going after my two daughters. And it was like a tsunami. I I couldn't understand it. I thought I was going in for a divorce and they homed in on trying to take my two daughters. Then that led me to then discovering activities that um, the family and the new wife of my ex-husband were involved in. And obviously there's no researcher better than a concerned mother. Oh, God! <laughs> you know, yeah. you start to research. You can't learn. Your instinct fast is, enough. is, yeah. So your instinct, your first of all, your gut instinct screams as a as a mother, and or as a father, but as a mother, and then it takes a while. Your brain has to research to find out. And I started to uncover activities that I didn't even know existed in Ireland, let alone the world at the time. Um, and everything, they all seem to come together, the same schools, the same judges, the same so-called psychological experts and then patterns. And I spoke to other people. I'm like, hold on a minute. Are you saying in this country that if you have a concern that your children are in danger or some people who their children are, be- are being abused, then the state, these experts home in and take your children and take them off you to put them into homes or give them to the abusers. This was horrendous. And then over the time, I helped many, many uh, children and women who were being um, attacked and targeted when they expressed concerns for their children's welfare. And the same names, the same judges, the same experts were coming up to the degree that when they start telling me their story, I could nearly guess who was involved.
2: Yeah, that is incredible. Okay, so that's why you're being targeted. I mean, bottom line. Okay, so what happened in this trial? Because that, I mean, it's just surreal. And I did listen to your daughter. I was going to say we're going to talk about this, but I think it's important to bring, I listened to your daughter explain the situation where you punch somebody and hit somebody, but the way she was saying that they were laughing at you while, while it happened, but they turned around and turned those into two more charges against you, which is a complete joke.
1: So can you talk about that? Yeah,
0: three. Yeah.
1: So okay. so um, the the reason I did the videos with you, Sarah, was I wasn't sure whether in court on Thursday they were going to charge me and then remove my bail. I would be then in, in prison and in danger and it would be too much for my daughters or my friends to succinctly be able to explain what happened. So doing that chronology with yourself, you know, I felt, well, at least that's there if I go in you know, that they can then take those interviews and and, and try to get some uh, protection for me and for them. Um. so I went to court on Thursday and I didn't bring protesters with me, but a lot of friends turned up and it was quite a lovely day. And we were sitting outside court and I was due to go on at 10 o'clock in the morning or whatever. And the, the guard, which in Ireland is the, the police woman in this case, who is pretending to arrest me when she didn't wasn't the one to arrest me. And her name was uh, Neve Kennedy. So she was one of the guard, the police officers who were sitting outside. And when we reported the assault, they refused to come in. Um, and then came back. And- arrested me, but it was the male guard on Finnegan who arrested me. But she's claiming she did from the beginning. So she's been lying from day one. So she arrived at the court and we were all sitting outside, my friends and really lovely people and my daughters. And uh, she said, I need to give you two more charges. So at this point, I had been arrested for Section 30 um, possession of a firearm. And then they changed that while I was in the guard in the police station to Section 11 production of a firearm so that was what i was being charged with is the taser a firearm i didn't realize it was but they say it is um even though it's not a firing taser it's like a battery one but anyway um so then she came down and she said to me i have to charge you officially with two more charges so i said okay what are they and she said they were two section two minor assault charges and then she handed me the two section two charges. And then she said, you know, this kind of you can stay silent or whatever you say or whatever. She said, do you have anything to say? And I said, yes, you are a liar. And she said to me, oh, well, I had contacted you to tell you I said, that's a lie. She was actually lying straight to my face. And she knew it and I knew it. And I thought I, I just couldn't understand that. So the, I, she had her little contemporaneous notebook and she said, have you anything to say? And I said, you are a liar. So she wrote down, I am a liar, which was the truth. And I said, that's a statement of fact. And she said, um, well, I'm, you're charged with those two as well. So I said, fine. And then she went into the courtroom. We sat outside and then eventually I I was called in. And when I went into the courtroom, the judge immediately shouted at me to wear a mask. And now everybody was outside not wearing masks. But when they go into this court, they all put their mask on. And I mean, they take their mask, dirty mask out of their pocket that they're wiping their head with or whatever, it's and they stupid. put it on their face. Yeah, it's stupid. So I can't I cannot wear a mask. I have never worn one and I cannot and never will. End of story. So when I walked in, the judge shouted at me, you're not wearing a mask. Was I she hold wearing in one? Of course. And I said. Yes.
2: She's or two. Maybe. Okay. Like, okay. Okay. Keep
1: going. Well, she's obviously afraid, but everybody was wearing the mask. So I said, I'm sorry, I don't wear, I can't wear a mask. I've never worn a mask in her court. So she said to me, Well, then get out. I'm putting you to the end of the list. I have to, for people's protection. So I said, Okay. So I was then put to the Wonderful. end of, of the list. Okay. Yeah. So I was sitting outside and then at one point the police officer came out and she said, Well, you've just been charged. You have to sit inside of me. I said, I'm not sitting beside you. I said, You're a liar. And then I actually said in front of everybody outside the court, I said Garda Moody, who is the guard recently, who was arrested and horrific coercive control over a woman he targeted and who was dying of cancer. And he just destroyed her life for four years. He's just been given 15 or three years or something in prison for that. But um, I said to her, it's it's police officers like you who are responsible for facilitating the psychopaths. And I said he in that in that case, I said that woman rang the station and his colleagues put the calls through to him instead of his superior. I said, you're doing exactly the same thing. And everybody was listening, but I didn't care. I don't I will have utmost respect. For any person in any acting or non-capacity, but when they have lied, she destroyed our life. She has been allowed herself to be the bullet on the end of the gun, on the end of the fingers of the dirty hand of the hidden hand that is torturing myself and my children. And I have no. She's the Nazi guard at at Auschwitz. I'm just doing my job.
2: I'm yeah. just following yeah. orders.
1: But there was an arrogance about it that I think she has. She was told by someone more serious, you go and do this. And then what? I don't know. You get a promotion or whatever. But she didn't look that confident or smirky um, in court on Friday as she had previously. But I wasn't accepting any authority from her. And I then also asked her, did she have assets? Because I said, you're responsible professionally, legally and financially for your own free will choices. And I said, we could very well come after you. For what you've done to us, and that especially she lied.
2: So eventually, she lied said she oh, was yeah. the one that arrested you, and but she, she was the one. I know.
1: Yeah, but both you and I were there.
2: Yeah. yeah. This so is how we it went goes into the court then types. eventually. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah.
1: We went into the court. We went into the courtroom eventually, and I had all my files which I don't think they're expecting either which is only a small amount of actually what I have and the judge told me to stay back stay back and sit I wasn't allowed to sit at the table so I had to sit back because of Covid and then she asked what are the charges against uh, the allegations against this woman and the way it works is that the sergeant is supposed to tell the judge the charges but the sergeant kind of was faffling and she didn't know what to say and the police officer didn't really. And it was like it was ridiculous. Neither of them wanted to tell her the charges. So she put the police officer into the stand and she said, what are the allegations? And she said, well, two section two assaults. And she said, "Oh no, she was section two assault was the first one. And she gave the name. And this is the first time I heard the names of the injured parties who were accusing me of anything. Nobody would tell me their names up. to. You don't now. even
2: know who you injured. I don't even know because they were wearing masks and they weren't supposed to be there. OK, keep so going.
1: These two weren't. These two weren't. The others were a mask. So she said, oh, um, they weren't.
2: OK, go ahead. No, there
1: was there was there was 16 in masks and four not in masks. OK.
2: So,
1: so the 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 guard, the police officer said um Jim Byrne, OK, Apparently I punched him in the face. And the judge said, where did this happen? And she said in her house and she said, so you're alleging that she punched a man in the face in her house and she said yes. And she goes, what's the other charges? She said she kicked someone up the arse. And the judge said, where did this happen? She where did she kick him? And she said in the arse and she goes, where did she kick him in the arse? And she said in her house, And she says, "Okay, so there were two men in her house and she punched one of them and she kicked one of them in the arse. Yes. And she said, was there anyone injured? And she said, no, she said. So there's no injured parties should know. So she said she punched and then kicked two men in her house. But nobody was injured. Is that correct? And she said, yes. Well, maybe there was somebody
2: injured. Maybe you with all your bruises and being dragged. We were injured, but I wasn't I wasn't speaking. I, yeah, I know. I wasn't Keep speaking going. it. Yeah. And the I court
1: know. are making an assumption that these two men, who are bringing me to court, were injured, and they weren't. So, I'm listening to this, and then the the judge said something about the taser, and she said, "Oh, she had the taser." And she said, "Did she taser anybody?" And she said, "No." She waved it at them, and she said, "So did she touch them with it? No. So they weren't tasered or harmed. No." But she did touch it. did touch off one of their jackets. She's OK. And then she said, and there's a section three assault. Now, section three assault is really serious. Like it's you could stab someone with a knife or hit them with a hammer. And I'm thinking, where did section three come from? Because I've been served with section 11. I've been served with two section twos. And out of the hat comes section three. So I'm like, well, what's going on? So the judge then said to me. She started, she said, I'm not accepting jurisdiction of this. I'm going to but wait send a minute. It. What
2: what section? OK, section three. Um, that one is a very serious assault violation. Did they say what it was for?
0: Causing harm. Well,
2: I'm sorry, for what? But,
1: well. Section three is I have it here. It's causing serious harm to an individual. But they had just said I didn't cause any harm and. Um, Section three assault in Irish law. I'll pull that up now for a minute.
2: But I was completely confused. And because... they just added that one too in the court yeah. right in the middle so of the court. The case, they added in, that
1: in the middle of it. So the man I was supposed to have punched was called Jim Byrne. And the man I was supposed to have kicked up the arse was called Sean Grennan. And she said, Sean Grennan works for the city sheriff. And I'm thinking, hold on one minute. This name has come up a lot. I've been told he works for the sheriff, but it was Sean Grennan who wrote to me two weeks ago from Bank of Ireland with a Bank of Ireland email address saying, Hi, Lisa, we're cutting off all your bank accounts. And I'm like, how many Sean Grennans are they? Is this Sean Grennan the name they use for some person that they blame for everything? But I'm going to meet them now if they're going to be brought to court. But Section 11, sorry, Section 3 is a person of the non fatal offences against the person act is a person who assaults somebody causing serious section three serious harm. Um, a person who assaults another causing him or her harm shall be guilty of an offence assault causing harm. which she had just said, and it's potential five years in prison.
2: Okay, so, so they got just got added another bogus. They're just yeah. trying
0: to add so as the, much
1: bogus
2: stuff as possible. Now, I, I want to. This is 20 years in prison. Yeah, the, 20 for, years. At, for being assaulted and trying to protect yourself. They're dragging you for out. Defending your daughter and my
1: health against an unlawful crime.
2: You were dragged out. You didn't say this in the show because I can imagine he didn't really want to get as dragging you out half naked, laughing taking pictures of you, kicking you, doing all these things. You come up with all these bruises and you are trying to protect your daughter. You hit one of the guys and kick them. And they're laughing at you the whole time you're doing that as if you're, cause you're so much smaller than they are, but you're trying to protect your daughter. And that's what they use against you in court. This is just absurd, but this is the the absurdity of it. I want people to hear this because people have been going through these kinds of situations and Timothy Holmeseth. for people who follow my channel, I went to to court um, and watched and followed his when he was uh, just totally abused. It was uh, very similar to the situation. Yours is, is different, but people who, I mean, similar in the sense that they have no, I mean, they're just making stuff up and then they take people's in this country. They're taking people's children away in mass. You guys are seeing it there this happens it's regular but they you um scared them and like timothy holmes scared them and so they just make stuff up to try to get rid of you but it's so obvious in the court it's so obvious to the person who's there and the other people who are there but the court still supports it and this is what people need to understand of how blatant this corruption is but that being said um, they cut off your well. I want to talk about the fact that they cut off all your bank accounts and things, but you ended up not having to go to to jail that day, which thank God. And so you didn't well, have the I'm, issue of jail. But talk about what charged up, Yeah, talk about what you are okay. ultimately. So have to the do reason now.
1: what because I was uh, charged and it was directed by the DPP, which is the Director of Public Prosecutions, that I would be charged the judge could have removed my bail conditions. So that's why there was that danger. But bail wasn't even mentioned in court. The judge couldn't get me out of there quick enough. So then I the judge said, because there's two things that a judge has to decide, one is her independence and the other one is her jurisdiction. Will she take jurisdiction? So the D- director of public prosecution had directed it to the lower court to be heard. And I was going to represent myself, no problem. And the judge then has a choice to retain it in her jurisdiction or to send it to the higher court. So if I had been tried in the district court, the maximum prison sentence was 12 months and a fine of 1000 euro per charge. But by but by putting it into the district court, the, the, the sorry, the, the central criminal court, I now have to be charged by trial by jury. And the I can I can go to prison for five years on each of the charges. So it's a bigger jeopardy. So this judge basically said, look, I've decided on the face of this that I'm even though it's been directed into my court, I'm going to hand it over to the higher indictable court. So I stood up and I said to her. With respect, if I may, and she said, I don't want to hear from you. And I said, but you're making a decision based on what that police officer has just said. And I said, I'm an arbitrator. And she said, I don't care who you are. But I I said, but I care about you, that you have been invited into our life story and you've just been lied to and that's perjury. And that's an offense of 14 years in court. And if you if I may, I will cross examine this guard and I will prove that she has been she has lied to you and invited you into this torture. And the judge is like, I don't want to hear I don't want to hear. And I said, okay, I want to make an application for full disclosure and a section fifty six and a section fifty six would be all CCTV footage, including the when they coerced me into speaking because they were threatening my daughters and I had to speak in an interview when I was entitled to silence or a solicitor. And I have asked for that. And she said, well, I said, why do they not have the book of evidence available today? Because they'd already said to the district publication, they asked for six more weeks to bring the book of evidence, which they had already sent to the district to get the tr- to get the charges, but they didn't have it ready. So I have to return to court on the 6th, 7th of September, where this judge I then apply for the uh, I get my book of evidence and I apply for the Section fifty six order, which I really wanted her to give me on Friday, but she wouldn't give it. She said I will get it on the next date, but that'll be they don't want to give this, obviously. So we left court and on the way out of the court, I said to this female guard, Eve Kennedy, I said, why are you doing this? I said, do you realize? And I think she does realize I think she looked very nervous. And as she went out of court, she pulled off her tie. She was holding on to her chest. She ran up, she got into the police car and she drove off. But I can't I I am disgusted as a woman with her. But her behavior since the beginning was massively arrogant and sneery. She came across as somebody whose superior had kind of said, you do this for us and we look after you. And now she's possibly going to be hung out to dry. And that's what happens.
2: She's an idiot. I'm sorry, I don't have any remorse for people who decide to do it. So I'm sorry, I'm going to lay that out. She's acting like an idiot and she's going to she's a useful idiot. So when I say idiot, they're useful idiots. And then they will be hung out to dry. (laughs) They, they, they. I it, think we, it, maybe it's a keeper job. Maybe it's to because she wants. She got some kind of bribe, or you'll get this for lying. But she's a useful idiot, and useful idiots get taken advantage of. I'm sorry, well, but that's the truth. And we'll the, see. The, the problem. I have I no really remorse feel the for what I'm saying. <laughs> Go ahead.
1: There is too. There's too much emphasis on the perpetrators in this world and not enough emphasis on the facilitators, the bystanders. And if I was to change the organizations globally, I would shift a bigger moral responsibility onto the facilitators and bystanders as a group than I would totally just focusing on the perpetrators. I agree with you.
2: Yes. But and useful that's idiots
1: youthful
2: would... idiots need to know that they are perpetrating the crime And they're they're being used, but they're also doing the crime for these people. And that's why I have no remorse on what I say. They're stupid, but they they're committing a crime.
1: Okay, and just to give a little different slant on that, there are different types of human beings, and some of them are of following HMV, his master's voice, high vibration system. And they are a large percentage of the population, and if the system orders them to do something, it's in their nature to follow it. Now, what they need is a whole shift of leadership, and That's true. we need to get a different type of leadership in. They will then they'd follow the good path, but they That's will just follow right. whatever. When I look into this girl's eyes, I don't, I, I don't know. There's not. You can look into people's eyes and you can see different types There's different types of people and glazing over the mask. I mean, I said to her, why are you wearing a mask inside the court and you take it out outside the court? Like, at least if you're afraid of COVID, as you said, because I have to. And I said, but you don't have to. I said, so you're not wearing it because you're afraid of COVID. You're wearing it because the hive mind tells you to. And maybe she's just one of them.
2: You're afraid yeah. of the authority. Okay, but let's talk about um, the the bank. They cut you off everywhere. Um, so even yeah. you were talking about even some of the income you're getting from a p- small property you
1: have or wherever. You just can't even Was get it, your income. I, you don't have
2: bank accounts. You have nothing I, right
1: now. No, nothing, nothing. No, No assistance from the state, nothing. I'm being completely for the first time in my life held up over the water by people's kindness and goodness. And they are people who would be, you know, activists in being authentic, but not part of any groups. But individually, they're like, you know, what the hell is going on? If this can happen to you, it can happen to us. And they can come together and they're helping me and supporting me and my girls. And I'm I don't know how I'll ever, you know, I would never have survived without them. But what really is bothering me is I only found out the names of the two men who are accusing me um, one of them for touching off his jacket and not causing injuries. But this Sean Grennan, you know, I've looked it up. I found a solicitor of that name. I how can he be working for the sheriff and working for Mazars and working for Blackwater and working for Bank of Ireland and and have the authority to it shows me that there's a hidden hand behind this. But how well, it does. He, how do
2: you know he works for black? How do you know he works for Blackwater for the sheriff? He and will, for the Bank of Ireland.
1: OK, because the police officer said he worked for the sheriff. He told me I was told he was a solicitor, which would be state law. Then he was the one that was commanding the mercenaries. And he also then wrote to me from the bank as a bank employee. And he cut off my thing. But here's my question, Sarah. If that individual was had reported me to the police and had... As I had attacked him, he should not be communicating me at all, and some other bank employee should have written to me. So I'm getting the. Do you know what I'm saying?
0: He's probably intelligence.
2: intelligence. He's probably intelligence or something else. He's a dark, you know, dark money. um, You know that kind of stuff. It's just
1: starting to feel like the Bank of Ireland was used or ordered to participate in this hit. They've stayed way back beyond it. And this group that seems to have a reach into the police, into and uh, did a hit. it was a personal hit. I have no doubt in my mind. It's a black op. I think
2: that guy's a black op. He's intelligence. He's with that. He's with the hidden. The hand. traitor Yeah, he is. Okay, so
1: when, is, I your next, say, he when did is your say,
0: next? When is your next? Sorry, ahead. he did. Say,
1: he did say on his statement, and I don't like to use this word, but he did say that I called him a useless. C-U-N-T. Okay, I remember that in the garden. And I said, they wouldn't tell me his name. You don't speak that way,
2: do you? Would that have have come out of your mouth?
1: No. So what I said to the police officer on the the recording is I said, I absolutely would not put those two words together. I said, there is no such thing as a useless C-U-N-T. And I said, none of you would be here without one. I said, but what I did call him And I said, I want this in capital letters. I said he was an impotent, sad, traitor excuse of an Irish man and that he was going to end up in the Ninth Circle, hell of Dante. I said, but I did not call him a useless whatever. And they said, are you admitting to calling him an impotent whatever? I said, put it in capital letters. I said, he's a traitor. And I said, he's an excuse of a man. And I said, only a coward. Of that nature would bring an army in through the door of a child's bedroom and her mother. So I remember that in the Guard station, but I only got his name on Friday, Sean Grennan, Jim Byrne, and I think Jim Byrne. He was. I have recordings of these people as well, by the way.
2: So you think Jim Byrne might actually be Sean Grennan too, like that same person?
1: No, I think Jim Byrne used to ring me, pretending to be Sean Grennan. So. I don't I'm looking forward to the real Sean Grennan standing up in court.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah. OK, so when is your next case, your next court
1: date? 7th of September, I go in to receive my book of evidence, which is all the evidence they have against me. And the police officer said she had 19 statements. And I got so excited because obviously she's had to get the names and statements of the 19 mercenaries. And I'm looking forward to seeing them without their masks in court. That,
2: that's excellent. Okay, so now, um, is there a risk of you uh, having to go to jail after that case as well, or are you think that you are you know, what I'm saying? Are you gonna do they? Do you think they'll take you into I'm custody? I'm
1: on
2: bail. Yeah, but I'm could on they... bail.
1: They can revoke that at any time.
2: Okay. Are you out on bail now, or that? It hasn't happened. You are. So they did let you do bail this time.
1: But they didn't mention it. So I don't, they it didn't even come up. Though. They just wanted me out of court, but they, they didn't deal with bail. So I'm not, because they didn't revoke it, then I'm presuming the same bail conditions are on, but they can still, when you have a charge against you of this nature, you're, you're on, they can put you in custody, which is called remand pending trial at any time. So it could happen at any time, Sarah, any time.
2: Well, you might need to figure out a way to stay safe here. So, okay. Well, good. Well, thank you so much for giving us this update. And we really need to pray for your safety. Keep praying. I know I can't tell you how many people were praying for you, well, sending you great intentions. I know. Sending I you those vibrations. So, many.
0: Yeah. Yeah. so, from Australia, Europe,
1: Canada and a huge amount of Irish diaspora, first, second, third generation Irish. I've had so much people find me and and the, the, the Irish diaspora, which I need is there's 90 million of them. We need them to wake up. And, you know, Ireland is a micro example of the macro as well. I mean, we have the biggest seats of pharma, of IT here, and we have a 90 million diaspora. We don't need that many of us to stand up and I will do my best to stay in my truth and be courageous. Um, But I would invite, by the way, as you did, every police officer who is miserable, every politician one politician, his call is called a TD, turned up at my court case and he waited from nine o'clock until the end of the day. And when it went to coming into the court, even though it's a public court, they wouldn't let any of my friends in because of covid. And you had, you know, these guards standing at the door with the three masks. It's ludicrous. They use covid now as an excuse to stop public getting administration. But this particular man came and he's an independent uh, TD and he stayed all day. And when I was going into court, he came in and the police officer said, you can't come in here because of covid. And he said something like, I'm a representative of the Irish people. I'm here to observe the, the public court. So he was in there with excellent yes, I believe and he saw what happened. Excellent. And um, just for his safety at the moment, I don't want to mention him, but that's fair. Um, I just want to do make the point out of two hundred and fifty, whatever that I wrote to one has responded one. I had letters from the, a couple of the females and they just automatic letters saying we're on we're on maternity leave. We get oh, back geez. to you whenever. Nobody else whatever. No, whatever. Came back. OK, you're on maternity leave. They need to get behind me because if their mothers, what's coming for me is going to come for them much well, harsher because they're serving detests them more than it. Detests well, me. The
2: fathers need so, to get involved, too, because this has to do with your children and and um trafficking and everything else. So the fathers need to get this is a this is a combo package. Everybody uni- needs to unite and i would of-
1: say to to my the father of my children if he's listening um you know i didn't know until 2018 what happened to you and i understand why you didn't you were afraid to tell or you gave half information but you you need to come forward you know uh, the children and i forgive you for what you've done But we don't remove your personal responsibilities. If you can fly jumbo jets. And you can make those jumbo decisions, then you're strong enough to stand forward. And your daughters need me as their mother, even if you don't want to be in their life. And you need to step forward. You need to pull this back off. And whatever crap they have on you, that's how they control people. And getting me into prison is not going to take away your pain. And the same for that police officer that I trusted for eight years and that knows Lily and knew so well. Glenn, I'd say, you know, you may have been brought into the boys club and they've promised you do as thou wilt in the sun, moon and stars, but they will turn on all of you. And I invite every man and woman to step into their power in whatever capacity that they have, because the wizards behind the curtain are only little. It's all illusion and you facilitating it and you staying silent and you backing away from the people who have the courage to go forward, because when we name the elephants in the room, we need the support of the silent majority to stand behind us. We'll do the fighting because that's our Dharma and we're ready for it. But we need the silent majority to step forward behind us or at least not turn away. Um. And thank you for giving me this platform. And I'm so blessed with all of the wonderful people that have come into my life in a silent, strong way and men and fathers who are stepping forward and saying, we'll support you and your children because it's going to happen to all of us soon. Okay.
2: thank you so much. Keep fighting and the prayers are coming your way.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Have a lovely week and I'll keep you updated.